Hi and welcome to The Inner Work, the podcast with me, Steve Barker. Let's explore and unpack the inner workings of our subconscious and conscious minds, where we will dive deep into our inner world, where we will create space by giving ourselves permission to press the pause button on life. Let's share this journey together as we discover what makes us tick, seeking out new perspective, insights and strategies that will make our lives easier and our relationships even more meaningful and fulfilling. Join me now as we journey through the amazing world of human behavior. Let's bring some curiosity, wonderment, and a massive dose of fun and unlock our hidden potential for exploring this inner work. G'day and welcome to season two, episode 12 of the Inner Work, the podcast. How are you going? How's your week been since we last caught up? How are you traveling with some of the uh, information, insights, hints, tips, and strategies that I'm sharing within this podcast? I trust they are serving you well. Today's topic is around the inner work. Well, they're all around the inner work, but I want to unpack, I want to decode what the inner work is. Because I had a few people reach out to me over the last month or so and ask me the question, Steve, what is inner work? Can you describe it? So I thought the best way to be able to do this would be in a podcast. So inner work, my understanding, my perspective around the inner work is to be able to tune into ourselves, to be able to use the resources that we were born with, the power that we have as the human being, the ability to be able to strategize and to reflect on things, to be able to tune into what our beliefs are telling us really just to be able to use ourselves to become the very best version of ourselves and for me it's been a a journey that I've been on now for well over 15 years and it's it's a journey of empowerment it's a journey of discovery it's sometimes quite scary it can be very emotional but it has enabled me to reconnect with myself because I kind of I've shared this before that I've got lost in in the wilderness of mirrors for about 10 years everywhere I looked and um, there was this little fat bloke staring back at me and I didn't like him I absolutely hated him I resented him he was a nasty person and uh, you know very self-centered and, and and almost conceited and I didn't like that person that wasn't who I used to be and I, I kind of felt that I was lost I didn't know how to reconnect with this person And then I started to do the inner work. And the inner work taught me about emotions. It taught me to tune into my inner child, to be able to connect with the little five-year-old that is me. And over the last 15 or so years, I've been able to reconnect to the point where I'm back being the person I used to enjoy being when I was 23, 26 years old, when I was having fun when life was meaningful, when I was, I was in control of my life. I've been able to slow things down. Now, how do we do the inner work? There's so many different ways of being able to do the inner work. The inner work is really just tuning into ourselves, as I said. So, you know, whatever platform you choose to follow to be able to do the inner work, it needs to be tuned in for you. Some people do spiritual work. Some people work with crystals. Some people do um, meditation and um, 
and, and yoga and, and things like that. I've, I've tried yoga. I love it. It's great. It helps me learn how to meditate. But it's just one of the many different elements that I use. I also do personal development trainings. I go on trainings myself. I'm going on one next week. I've got a three-day training next week. I invest in myself. I put, I put money into me. You know, it, it sounds a bit selfish when you spend a large amount of money on yourself. But it's not because it helps me become the person that I, I want to be, that I want to be around, that I want to show off to the world. It helps me have more meaningful, fulfilling relationships with other people, those around me, my family, my friends, my partner. It helps me to understand myself and to make the best decisions I can and to be able to respond rather than react and I'll give you an example. I will give you an example of something that happened just this weekend. It was Easter. We had the grandkids visiting. One's five, one's seven. And just like grandkids, you know, just like young people do, they leave crap everywhere. There was just stuff everywhere. And that's what they do. Now, the old me, and I'm not talking too far ago either. The old me four or five years ago would have, would have cracked his shit over that. He would have just got um, a humpy about it. Well, I was in the living room and I went to stand up and um, I stood on something on the floor that the kids had left laying around. Now, at the time, I had my partner's iPad in my hand because we were trying to connect the TV to Netflix so the kids could watch some cartoons. And as I stepped on this thing, I lost my balance. I didn't want to drop the iPad, so I quickly stumbled forward. And as I stumbled forward, I kicked the table leg with my um, left foot and my little toe. And if you've ever done that, you'll know... Excruciatingly painful it is. So there I am hopping around the living room and I'm trying not to swear. I'm doing my very best to control my my inner thoughts, my inner frustration. And I know that I've got a five-year-old and a seven-year-old in the room. I also know that their mum's there. I also know that my partner's there. And like I said, before my reaction would have probably been to throw the iPad down onto the um sofa and to storm off. And, and huffing and puffing underneath my breath, calling everybody all the names under the sun. But this time, I was able to catch myself, and the the young, <laughs> me and our granddaughter, said, oh, I'm really sorry, Steve, I shouldn't have left that there. And I went, no, it's not your fault. It's not your fault at all. It's my fault for not looking. Because ultimately, I'm responsible for all of my actions. You know, if I'd taken the time to look down where I was putting my feet, and not assume that the floor was clear... <clears throat> then I would have recognized that there was something on the floor and I wouldn't have tripped over it and I wouldn't have bashed my toe. And I was really proud of myself at that moment to recognize the, the difference in my response. That I was able to choose the response rather than the reaction. Even though I was in a great deal of pain and I've now got black toes for it. But to be able to choose that because I knew that that was a more responsible, more resourceful way of responding to a situation i also had the recognition that it was my responsibility it was my responsibility to choose how i wanted to react it was my responsibility to not look down at the floor i chose that that was my decision so overall i was able to be much calmer in that few seconds and not create tension within the room through my reactions through my response to something that was my fault and to be able to accept that and know that and do that with grace and humility so this is the power of doing the inner work it enables you to slow the world down and to be able to 
choose your responses rather than reacting. And I was talking about how can you do this? Well, you can do this through books. There's heaps and heaps of books out there that you can use to be able to help you understand yourself. You could do this through seminars, through webinars. There's so much material out there. You know, if you were to follow me online in the I Am Enough group, uh, I Am Enough coaching page in the You Are Enough group, and you followed me for about three years, I reckon you'd get one of my top level programs. It will all be scattered around all over the place, but you would be able to get enough information to be able to do the inner work. You know, there's, there's, there's so many different people who are sharing this. I'm not suggesting for a second that you, you just solely rely upon what I provide or you solely rely on what somebody else provides. One of the things that I found by doing the inner work was to go away and get a blend. Get a blend of different styles, different exposures to ideas, to concepts. To be able to give myself the time to be able to percolate that information through. If you could see my office right at the moment, exactly where I'm sat, I've got some team trainings coming up. I, I train teams. I help people create better workplace cultures through human be- development and understanding. And at the moment, I've probably got, <clears throat> I don't know, <laughs> probably just looking around, over 20 different activities. <clears throat> and they are all scattered around on the desk at the moment. looks very untidy, which is going against my OCD. But what I'm doing is I'm leaving them there so that I can see the topics. And... Over a period of time, I know that my brain's going to process this information. It's going to filter it, and I'm going to be able to come up with a theme for the trainings based around some of the activities. Now, again, this goes against what I would used to do, which is is really just to choose three and go, right, that's it. I'm going to choose these three, and I'll work it out. I recognize that the brain takes time to onboard information and to percolate it, for it to come through as a clear picture. So by being able to slow things down and give myself the the space to be able to do that, to give myself the kindness to be able to do that, I ease the pressure, I ease the amount of stress that I'm experiencing. I'm able to come up with many different strategies that enable me to help my life become the very best version of itself. And I don't want you just to take my word for it. I've got you know four or five um, little little bits of uh, testimonials or reviews of people who have also done the inner work and i want to share them with you because i think it will help you recognize the impact that doing the inner work and giving yourself the gift of the inner work will give not only to yourself to be able to enhance your life and give you the best opportunities in your life but also the lives of those around you just just as i did with the example of me tripping over something and banging my toe you know i could have ruined that day by going off on a tangent and blaming people and moaning about the kids not tidying up their toys and all of that sort of stuff. I could have ruined that day in a moment, but I didn't. So I just want to share this with you. This is one of the ladies who worked with me, Bev. And she's talking about how she's been able to tune in and calm herself down and to control her thoughts and to regulate her emotions. So this is what she said in a post um, about an hour ago, actually. She said, Steve, you gave me the skills to achieve peace. I am forever grateful. I woke up with a jolt during the night last week. One of the nightmarish events came to mind. Wow, where did that come from? I immediately thought of your amazing work and I parked that thought back where it came from, recognizing it was not my problem and went straight back to sleep. Thank you, thank you, thank you for giving me the skills to achieve peace and maintain it. 
for me, when I read that, I was like, wow. This lady um, was severely depressed when we first started working together. But as she started to do the inner work and empower herself, she worked with me on my True You program. And, you know, we, we haven't worked together now for, I don't know, nearly three years. Um, and Bev has still got skills. She's still using the tools, you know, to be able to control her environment, to give her the peace that she wants and to be able to do that in a, in a resourceful way. Another gentleman that I worked with was called Tim. And this is what he had to say. When I started my journey with Steve, I had a certain goal to come out of the other side of a significant future change in my life without being a blubbering mess. I achieved this and so much more. I can process and move on without overthinking and stressing too much. Thanks, Steve. Tim was going for a, a significant change in his life. You know, something significant was happening. <clears throat> and he, want, he came to me because he wanted to have the tools to be able to manage that and to enhance his future life. And again, Tim, I know personally, we still talk, we still catch up, and he still tells me how he's still using the tools. So what we can see here is the inner work isn't just about the ability to be able to deal with a certain situation. It gives you skills and tools that you can go back and use over and over and over again. One of the simplest strategies that I share with my clients, I use consistently over and over and over again, is the STAR principle. The stop, talk, act, refocus. Sorry, action, not act. And that simple four-letter anagram, STAR, is easy for me to remember and gives me the permission to be able to slow my life down and to think about what's going on. What would be the best response? How can I be resourceful? How can I think of others? How can I have compassion? How can I bring curiosity to what I'm experiencing at the moment so I can explore other perspectives and not just have a fixed mindset? So I wanted to share you with you this testimonial. This is from a lady called Elle, and I'm still working with Elle. Elle's now part of my mentoring program. But she says, when I first met Steve, I was in an incredibly low point in my life. I was afraid and, I, and fear was paralyzing me. I was in a new job and I was so afraid of making a mistake that was holding me back from achieving my best. And I was still at risk of losing my job. I knew something had to change. And she goes on to say, I was able to look inside myself and explore the parts of me that I wanted to change or improve. It has enabled me to get past my fear, build my self-confidence, my self-worth and become brave. Have some fun and not my take myself too seriously. And this was massive for Elle because Elle really did take herself very seriously. Vulnerability was something that was very difficult for Elle, but we were able to help her to achieve that. I used to avoid things for my fear of being judged. I now care less about what other people think because I like myself and I don't need other people's approval to feel good about myself. How empowering is that? And this is what the inner work provides you. It enables you to be able to love yourself with grace and humility, to look in the mirror and, and say, do you know what, I actually like that person. And that's so empowering because when we can do this, when we can achieve this level, we don't need the approval of other people to feel good. 
we become almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. And the inner work, if we do the inner work right, then we can start to do this with grace and humility. L goes on to say, I now know what my values and beliefs are, which I did not before. And I can make decisions based on those values and beliefs. For me, being able to recognize what is best for me was a major step forward. And I think, again, you know, values and beliefs work is very, very important to do, do as part of your inner work. Whatever you choose to do, whoever you choose to work with, get clear on your values and beliefs. And if you're unsure on what values and beliefs are, then find somebody who can assist you, who can talk you through them. Somebody who can walk by your side and, and, and chat you through them, who can ask you the questions that are going to unlock the doors so that you can go and find what really matters to you, what you fully believe in. And this was something else that um, Elle says in a testimonial. <clears throat> I remember him, that's me, Steve. I remember Steve saying to me that he would walk beside me on this journey and that I would feel, and that he would feel exactly, let me start that again, sorry. I remember him saying that he would walk along beside me on this journey with me and I feel that is exactly what he did. If I had an issue or needed to talk to something, something through, Steve was always there at the end of the phone. I felt fully, fully supported and guided by him. And I think this is another important element of doing the inner work. It's tough to do it on your own. It is really difficult because your inner critic starts to take over. You also start to notice, because one of the things that happens with the inner work is that you start to become aware of who's using you and who's your friend. And you start to recognize the different traits in people. And sometimes that can be difficult because you start to move away from those people who are using you. You start to disassociate. So, you know, we need to be able to have somebody to sound our ideas off of, to bounce ideas off of, to keep us accountable. So I would highly recommend if you are doing the inner work and you're choosing to um, do it in your own style, your own way, which is perfectly cool, totally cool, that you have an accountability buddy, a friend, somebody who knows what it is that you're doing and is supporting of you. Because to do it on your own is difficult, it's tough. You know, I did, I would probably say, I, the first seven or eight years of this journey, I did on my own. And not many people understood what I was doing. I got ridiculed for it. You know, I got taken to the cleaners by my my so-called friends. You know, saying, you've changed. You, you're different. You're not the same Steve you used to be. And they were trying to hold me back. It's called the tall poppy syndrome. And, you know, it, 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 it started to make me question whether I was doing the right thing or not. But I could see my life slowly improving. I could see different opportunities, doors opening, different perspectives, different ways of thinking and seeing things. And it gave me the clarity. It gave me the empowerment to be able to keep moving forward. I've just got one final one I want to share with you. And this is from another guy. He was going through a particularly difficult part of his life as well. And he says, I have recently gone through a really hard and challenging period of my life. And I feel that with the tools that I have gained from working with Steve, it has made this period a lot clearer and I've been able to make clear and judged decisions. And again, this is another indicative outcome of doing the inner work. Because we can slow the world down, we can start to tune into our inner thoughts. 
we can start to tune into our inner language the the the, the, the internal chatter that goes on in your head the thing that dial you know that narrates your life we've all got one but if we can start to slow things down we can start to create clarity if we can then start to bring curiosity and wonderment to our thinking we can create new perspectives and it's through those new perspectives that we can then start to choose what's going to be best for us because ultimately the thing about the inner work is that it's your life it's my life it's not the other people's lives we're not there for the benefit of other people it's nice to be there for other people but if we don't feel fulfilled if we don't feel uplifted if we don't feel empowered if we don't feel in control how the hell can we be there for other people it very much comes from you must fill your own cup first before you can give to others and i've mentioned this before it's similar to being on board an airplane and you get the safety brief in the event of an emergency an oxygen mask may fall from the ceiling above you please fit your own oxygen mask before you assist anybody else and this is you know, the power of the inner work. We are fitting our own oxygen mask so that we can serve, so that we can be around other people, so that we can give so freely, that we can share our insights, our experiences. And this is kind of what I'm doing here in these podcasts. I'm able to share with you tips, hints, activities, strategies, perspectives that perhaps have helped you see things in different ways and if they have that is absolutely fantastic because that means that i'm living on purpose now i often get feedback from these podcasts saying they're great they're wonderful thank you you, sh you, you shared something today that's helped me get clarity on a situation within my life so i know that it works i know that it makes a difference now as i say if you are interested in doing the work, the inner work, which I'm sure you are, because otherwise, why are you listening to this podcast unless it's just out of curiosity? If you are really serious about doing the inner work, there are many different avenues you can follow. But if you like how I present my stuff, then I've actually got an online program called The Inner Work, and you can follow it at your own pace. Now, if you're interested in learning more about this online program, then you can check out my website, IamEnoughCoaching.com. Go to online programs and you will see the drop down menu and it will have the inner work there. I will also share the link in the description of this podcast. But if you have any questions about the inner work, if you're unsure about the inner work, if you want some different perspectives or different resources where you can go and have a taste of the inner work and see if it's for you, then reach out, contact me. Message me through Facebook, through Instagram, through my email address on the bottom of my um, website. There's even a, a, a chat box in the website. There's so many different ways you can contact me. And I will give you resources where you can actually go and read books or podcasts or um, videos where you can start to get more information to see if it is for you. I'm not saying for a moment that you need to work with me to be able to do the inner work. I'm just saying that the resource is available if you choose to go that way. So I hope this has given you a bit more of an insight around what the inner work is. Like I say, I've, got, I've been asked many times 
by people. What exactly is the inner work? What do you mean by the inner work? That's not very clear, Steve. I'm not too sure what you mean by it. And I hope through the stories that I've shared of my own experiences, the stories that I've shared of my clients and the breakthroughs that they've had, you know, the ability to be able to tune into ourselves and to decode our, our behavior, to, to understand why we are doing what we are doing and why we are choosing the, the, uh, the, the, the what's the word I'm looking for? Why we are choosing the um, perspectives or the, the actions that we are taking. If we can understand this, then we can start to look at it and go, oh, okay, well, if I'm choosing it because of this, what if I was to choose something else? What might that look like? And this is where we can start to bring curiosity. Anyway, I hope that you found this valuable. I hope you found this insightful. And if you are doing the inner work, I salute you. I salute you for taking ownership of your life, by taking responsibility, for choosing to be the very best version for yourself and for those around you, your friends, your family, your loved ones, your colleagues, your teammates. Because... The ripple effects from doing the inner work are immense. They don't just enhance your life, but they, they make other people's lives better as well. So if you are doing the inner work, keep on doing it. One of the things that I've learned about the inner work is once you start it and you start to recognize how rewarding it is, it almost becomes addictive. <laughs> I say, oh, let, I'm almost addicted to it. I would say I'm addicted to doing the inner work. I just keep discovering more and more and more, understanding more and more and more. And I think by the time that I die, I'll have probably only uncovered about 15% of everything that I would have loved to have known. But that 15% will make such a massive difference to my life that I know that when I take that final breath, I will be able to put my hand on my heart and say, damn, I gave that a bloody good go. And I had a fantastic experience. And thank you for the opportunity to be me. And I think that's super powerful when you can say that because I know what it's like to loathe yourself, to hate yourself. So, like I say, I hope you've enjoyed this. And if you want to have a chat about the inner work, any aspect of the inner work, please reach out. Give me a shout. More than happy to chat with you. All right. Wherever you are in the world, whatever it is you're up to, stay safe. And I'll see you again next week for another insight into the inner work, the podcast. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me and taking the time to listen to this episode of The Inner Work, the podcast. I trust you found this enjoyable, interesting, and thought-provoking. The next step is to bring your conscious awareness to this new perspective and way of thinking, and then apply it to your day-to-day -day life. As you listen to more Inner Work podcasts and apply them, you will notice subtle yet powerful things changing in your life. If you're already noticing this, I would really encourage you to share these podcasts with your friends and family so that they too may start the journey of the inner work. Please subscribe to these podcasts so that you don't miss out on the next episodes. And whatever platform you're listening to them on, please either leave a review or pop onto my Facebook page, I Am Enough Coaching, and share your experiences. Until the next episode, wherever you are in the world, take care and keep doing the inner work. Toodaloo!